Are you stressing out because you have a giant project that you need to get done and you do not even know how to get started on it? Well, that's exactly what we're gonna talk about on College on Fleek this episode. We're gonna help you break that project down and get it done without losing your mind. Hey, it's time to stop procrastinating, get your S2G and crush it in college. I'm Mary Dittman. This is College on Fleek. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of Wonderful Life and College on Fleek. Today, we're going to help you break down that gigantic, overwhelming project and get it organized so that you can complete it without losing your mind. But first, Let's take a motivation minute. One of the things that will help keep you motivated is your own words. So when you are constantly running around thing, saying things like, I'm tired, I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed, I can't get this stuff done. And most college students feel that way. And in fact, most of your professors feel that way too. Most everybody feels that way. But when you're running around saying those things, your brain hears what you say more than what anybody else says. And so when you are going around saying, I'm stressed, I'm tired, I'm overwhelmed, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, then yeah, you feel much more stressed and tired and overwhelmed. Now, I'm not telling you to lie and be a fake and walk around and say, no, I'm good, everything's great, if you're not and if everything isn't okay. But what you could maybe say is, I have a lot going on right now, but I'm gonna get it done. Or, yeah, math is tough for me, but I'm working on it. Use your own words to help motivate you. One of the things in high school, perhaps, that you experienced was a teacher who would encourage you. And in college, you don't always have that. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you'll have a professor that will encourage you and tell you you're doing a good job, but a lot of times you don't. And that means you have to motivate and encourage yourself. So talk to yourself in an encouraging and supportive way. Now every week I like to give you a study hack or a success hack and you can always go to collegeonfleek.com where I've got a whole mess of study hacks. And in fact, go to collegeonfleek.com and get your study smart toolkit. That is a training that I've created for you, it's free. And I, it's basically one-on-one, -on -one, me training you how to study for any class, any subject, any university, you don't have to be one of my students, it works for high school students as well. And I have seen my own students when they implement this system go from F's to A's on the very next test. I'm not telling you something that'll help you in three or four months. I'm telling you if you do what's in that Study Smart Toolkit, you are likely to see improvement on your test grades the very next test. Now, I'm not a magician, okay? You actually, you actually have to do what's in the Study Smart Toolkit. But when I've worked with students who have actually implemented what I teach, their grades improve. 
So go to collegeonfleek.com and get your Study Smart Toolkit. So let me hit you with a success hack. One of the things that you need to be successful is you must be organized. Now, I see a lot of students who are just shoving everything for every class into their backpack. And many times they've come to my office and they have a question and I'll say, let me see your last exam. And they start pulling stuff, they're like Mary Poppins. You know, pulling a cat and you know a Volkswagen and all kind of stuff out of their backpack and they cannot find anything. The reason why being organized is important is because how much time and energy do you burn up looking for stuff and you can't find it? Like in one of my classes, my final exam is cumulative. And so what I tell the students is, look at your old exams and study off of them. Well, countless students every semester come to me with, Professor Dittman, I can't find exams two and three, because they have probably lost them in the bottomless backpack. One year, I had a student that received a grade of B in my class, and he contacted me and said, Miss Dittman, I think I had an A. I said, come on into the office. So we looked at the grades, and I told him the grades I had, and I said, so you have a B. And he said, hold it. He said, you have me with a zero on homework assignment number three. And he had that homework assignment, and he slid it towards me, and he did not have a zero. He had a 100, and it was my handwriting. And it was an honest mistake on my part that I recorded a zero instead of 100, but it was a mistake. And when I corrected that, he was right. He should have had an A. So I did change his grade and we changed it with the registrar. So he got his A, but he never would have gotten that grade change had he just come to me and said, well, I had a hundred on that assignment because I would say, no, my grade book overrules that because he was organized and he kept everything that I returned to him and he could put his hands on it. He had proof that he should have received an A in the class. And if for some reason, if I had said, well, too bad, the grades are already turned in and you'll just have to live with it, he could have filed a grade appeal and he would have had very strong grounds to make that appeal. Think about it. How much time do you lose in the morning because you can't find your keys or you can't find your book or you can't find where you parked your car? So you've got to start being organized because that is going to help you be successful. All right, let's talk about you've got a huge project and how do you get it done? A lot of students, of course, will wait until a day or two before the project is due and then they're really crazy trying to get it done. And the problem with that type of procrastination is you will end up not doing other work and doing poorly in other classes because you're so focused on this project that you left till the end and we don't want that. Now, I taught this method to one of my classes last semester and they found it very helpful. So here's what you do. First of all, start at the end of the project, meaning when is the project due? Because you need to know how much time you have. So if it's not due for four weeks, a lot of times students, it's not on their radar screen yet. But what you wanna do is say, all right, this project is due in four weeks. And then you work backward from there. So step number one, start with the end. 
is that what what is it that we're doing? Is it writing a report? You have to give a presentation. You have to create uh, some piece of artwork. But when is that due? And also, what is it going to include when you turn it in? Step number two, do a brain dump and brainstorm every single thing that has to get done on this project. Don't worry about the order. Don't worry about anything like, don't worry about if it's nice and neat. Just, I like to use a piece of paper. So let's say, for example, you're writing an English paper. Your brain dump would probably include things like look over the assignment that the professor gave. Maybe they gave you an assignment on Blackboard or they handed you a sheet in class. So review the assignment so I understand what it is I'm doing. Maybe you need to select a topic. Sometimes your professor tells you, here's what you're gonna write about, but then other times they tell you, I want you to write a persuasion paper or write an information paper. And so you need to come up with your own topic. So that might be on there. Come up with topic. Well, then you're gonna have to probably do some research. You might have to interview people. You're gonna need to actually write the paper. You'll have to create a works cited page or a bibliography. You probably need to take it to the writing center on your campus and have someone else look at it. You're gonna need to proof it, edit it. A lot of times if it's an English class, your professor might require you to turn in drafts along the way, which is actually really good because it keeps you on track in the writing process. But you brainstorm every single thing that has to get done. I have to do research, I have to go online, I have to go to the library, whatever. Then you should organize all of those steps that you're gonna have to do. So number one would be review the assignment. Number two would be come up with the topic. Number three might be write the thesis statement. Number four would be the research that is involved and creating that works cited or bibliography page. Then you're going to have to write the introduction and then the body of the paper and then the conclusion. So you're gonna make a note of all of these things that need to get done. Now, if we have four weeks to go, that's great because there's nothing worse than having to sit down and crank out a 10 page paper in one sitting, it's horrible. What's a lot better is if you can break it down and say, okay, four weeks, well, I basically have like what, 28 days. So you then can set yourself some little milestones. So you might say, and, and listen, these brain dumps, I don't, I don't do that and then start working. I'm like tasked, all I have to do today is just do the, the map, I call it a map. I just do the map today, that's it. And then tomorrow, I'm gonna, review, I'm gonna review the assignment. That's it, that's all I'm gonna do tomorrow. I'm not writing anything yet. Today I'm mapping it out. Tomorrow I review the assignment. Maybe the day after that, you say, I'm gonna brainstorm and see if I can come up with five potential topics. The day after that, I'm gonna narrow it down to a topic. The day after that, I'm writing a thesis statement. See what we're doing? We're just doing a little bit each day. Now, if you know what it is that you need to be able to get done, that gives you the time to do it well and get a good grade. For example, 
why don't you write that thesis statement and then take that to your writing center on campus or take it to your professor. Have them look at it. Don't walk in there with a 10-page paper the day before it's due and think you're going to get some help on it. What if they tell you you need to rewrite most of it? But go to the writing center every step of the way. So you go in there, let them help you with the thesis statement. Get your thesis statement right. And then when you write your introduction, take that over there. And then each day that you're writing, go in the next day and let them help you. Now, depending on your university, I don't know how your writing center works, but the writing center where I teach at Francis Marion is, let me tell you what they do that is really cool. Uh, students sometimes, yeah, you know, I wanna go to the writing center all the time. But when you go to our writing center, they're gonna have you tell them what teacher is this assignment for. And so like if you were writing a paper for me, then what happens is I get an email from the writing center saying, so-and-so student came in, we worked on this paper. Now, if I get three of those a week for four weeks, let me tell you, your professor doesn't look at that and go, God, they're an idiot. Why do they have to go to the writing center all the time? Because most students don't go. But as a professor, when we see a, a student who is going to the writing center that often, what we think is, wow, they really want to do a good job. So that's why I say on, on your campus, if there's a writing center, which if you go to Francis Marion, we have a fantastic writing center and you should be going there all the time. But use that writing center because many times you can build up some brownie points too with your professor. But you're going routinely and that way, let's say you take your thesis statement in and the writing center says, uh, this really isn't gonna work. You've got to reword it or you're not using the right format. Or your professor looks at the thesis statement and says, mm-mm. Well, you don't want them saying that about the thesis statement of your paper when you've already written 10 pages. You wanna know that information as soon as possible. Well, you can only do that if you've been working ahead and by chunking the project down to these little daily tasks so that every day you're doing a little something to get that paper done. You don't feel overwhelmed, you don't forget things, and you're not burned out and doing bad work. I like to tell my students a story about my dad and his mother, my grandmother. And my grandma was a, a small woman, petite, um, and not an athlete per se. I mean, she was healthy, but uh, she played a little bit of golf. And my dad is just like this strong, muscular guy. And he and his mom would go out and play golf. And my dad is a very good golfer. And listen, he can hit that ball, I don't know, 300, 350 yards. I mean, it's not a problem for him. And he would hit the ball and it would go like, hook off to the right or slice off to the left. And there would be my little grandmother. She couldn't hit the ball as far as he could, but she would always hit it straight. And so she would just like blink, 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 and she'd be on that green. And meanwhile, my dad is getting all this yardage, but he's like off in the woods and the sand trap. And she would beat him every time. And my dad's a competitive guy, so he wasn't letting her win. But that is how she would beat him, just like, ding, ding, ding. 
and she would be on the green and doink, put it right in. Same thing when you're trying to get something done. Those little daily steps towards the completion of the project, that's where you get things done without losing your mind. Plus, it's easy for you to think about, I just have to write one paragraph. I mean, if that's a homework assignment where a teacher says, just write one paragraph on such and such, you bang that out in 10 minutes. So create that for yourself. Well, I have to write a 10 page paper. No, you don't. You just have to write one paragraph today. But you can only do that if you've mapped it out and you've given yourself the time. So that's how you get a project done without losing your mind. Now, I'd love to hear from you in the comments. Is there a project that you're really overwhelmed with? Or are there some other things that you would like to hear about from College on Fleek? Put them in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. This is not a monologue, it's a dialogue. So we'd love to know, is there anything you're struggling with or any information that would help you? And you can always go to collegeonfleek.com and there are plenty of resources there to help you out. Next week on College on Fleek, we're going to talk about some time management hacks that work. Yes, they'll even work for you. So join us next week on College on Fleek.